Holla! Hey everybody, it's Monday. We're doing it. We're doing it. Holla. I don't always say holla. It's, in fact, I seldom say it. But it's Why Not Monday. Why not? Why not? I think you remember the season day we ended uh, before Thanksgiving. Replace what if with why not? So why not? It's Monday. Why not? Why not take your pants off, uh, keys? <laughs> I see you there. I see you there, my friend. Uh, good, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Flavia. Welcome back. Good to see you. We're doing it. I didn't. I. I, I have to say. I had some fantasies about not showing up. Marvelous Monday, Brad. Welcome aboard, Keith. Greetings to you in Florida. Hello, Julie. Yeah, we've got some Florida numbers going in California now. Scott, yo. Rachel, welcome back to you. I missed you as well. Oh, just clacked my head in the, myself in the head with the uh, magic mirror there. Rich, hola, hola, hala, hola, hala, hola. Dave, good to see you. Welcome aboard. I hope you guys all had a great uh, Thanksgiving. We had a pick. Good to see you. Why not motivate us on this Monday? Uh, why not? Why is today unlike all other days? Um, motivate you, Rich. Man, I hope I can. I hope I can. I don't really um, know what to say. I was a bit. Uh, I was a bit lost without all of us over the weekend. And on the other hand, today I was thinking. Man, I am so tired. I got up this morning. Greetings, Ed. Um, got up this morning and went out for a bike ride. Belinda, Lady Jerry, and I have purchased uh, ourselves new bicycles for early Christmas. <laughs> Whatever. Pandemic. Got to do something in this pandemic to feel like you're doing something. And so one of the things you can do is a bike. Well, we had uh, friends over months ago. And I said to them, uh, the thing that I say to people or ask, I didn't say a thing, I asked a thing. I asked, I said a thing, but it was a question, so I asked it. And, I, and the question that I like to ask is, uh, what are you doing? What is the thing that you can do during the pandemic that is close to normal that we're still allowed to do? Um, for a while, we were allowed to go to outdoor dining here in California. That's similar. Oh, Rich, you lost a co-worker to COVID over the weekend. Man, I am so sorry. I am so, so sorry uh, for your loss and to hear that. And, and of course, your, your co-worker's family. Uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, it's uh, Words aren't uh, really enough in a situation like that. Uh, we all know that, but sometimes it's nice to hear that. So I see people. I see people offering you their sympathies. I'm sorry, I got a little quiet. That you've, you've knocked me off my pins. Um, so what? What are the things that we can do that we're allowed to do during this pandemic that are safe? Rich is reminding us uh, why we're not allowed to do. The things that we're not allowed to do, and that is because uh, they're a danger to ourselves and others, and so we're trying to be careful about that. Um, we're trying to be careful about that, some of us. Um, and uh, I think we, we're all taking uh, risks as well, but one of the things that my friend said that she was really enjoying is bicycling. She bought a bike. Um, oh, Ed, I'm glad you brought up George Clooney. And I'm sorry, I may not even get into this whole bicycle thing. 
Um, George Clooney did reveal in an interview that he has been cutting his hair with a Floby for 20 years, and I think I have been cutting my hair for, with a Floby for going more than 30 years. But, um, yeah. Oh, Ed, you gave yourself a Floby haircut. Yeah, I'm due. I'm going to Floby myself today, later today, I think. I'm going to give myself a little touch-up, spruce up in honor of uh, George Clooney. It's, to have something in common with George Clooney, Ed, is, uh, I think, a good feeling for us. So, at least that's, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Um, oh, Rich, you're saying your co-worker was planning to retire this spring. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I have to say this, uh, this pandemic has got uh, me thinking about things that I have always wanted to do <laughs> that I'm going to get started doing as soon as we're allowed to start doing things. Um, Dave, you kayaked a ton this year, just did yesterday, and then now it's snowing. Yeah, well, good for you, Dave. I, I, we were talking about, um, we were talking about whitewater rafting, Lady Jerry and I, as a possible thing to do. As I, I think we'll be able to take some trips in the car. I still have this van idea. Anyway, I bought this bike, bought this gra a gravel bike, which is kind of like a, a road bike crossed with a mountain bike, but more road bike than one that I got than mountain bike. And I, uh, I've been on a few rides. I'm on Strava. If you are on Strava and you'd like us to be Strava friends, uh, we can do that. I'm in there as Jake, no last. Ask for your last name and I just put N-O space L-A-S-T. So Jake, no last, that's me. There's a picture also, so you'd be able to tell it's me if you want to be uh, Strava friends. So I've been on some, uh, some bike riding. Laura saying happy Monday, coming to you from chilly, chilly Atlanta. Hmm, right, heading to Monroe, Louisiana tonight. <laughs> Brad says got his Christmas present delivered to himself. New, new massaging heating recliner. Oh man, Brad, I got a buddy who swears by his massage chair recliner, but it's like everything else. They come out with, you gotta, you gotta stop looking at the new models once you get one because, uh, Strava Dave is an app uh, where people share their bike rides and hikes with each other. So you can see the rides and, and then you can hold each other accountable. You can say I've set a 600, mi 600 uh, kilometer goal for this month. So it's like a social thing, but it's also a fitness thing for bike biking and hiking. And it can give you ideas for routes because you can look at the people, other people who uh, are on the app to see what they're doing in your area. Um, I'm a little concerned, and, and you can create a privacy setting where you can say for your for your start and stop point. I, I've made a circle around so that you can't tell exactly where I live because a friend was saying she thought she got a bike. Uh, she got a she had a friend who got a bike stolen because they saw on Strava where she lived, and they came and stole her bike, which is a terrible story. Um, so, oh, you were painting. You were painting, Darren. Oh, it doesn't sound like you were painting fine art. You were painting a house or something. Um, <clears throat> Ed, your son's on Strava. Yeah, I I didn't... Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure if they have kayaking on Strava, Dave. Um, yeah, I'm not sure I needed Strava, but the, my mentor, my person who was over, when I asked her what she's doing in the pandemic that you're still allowed to do that feels normal like always, she suggested... Uh, a bike, and it took me a few months, but now I've got a bike, and Lady Jerry got a bike. We took a ride together, 
And uh, but my friend got me also on Strava, so I'm doing what she tells me to do. I bought some pants with built-in diaper diaper pads and uh, haven't received those yet. But she did tell me today you don't wear underwear with the bike pants. She said you're going to need more than one pair, and I guess now I get it because you can't. You who's washing? You got to wash your sweaty bike pants before you put them on again. I think. Hmm. Or you got to not tell anyone that you're wearing the bike pants that you took a big sweaty ride yesterday in. So this morning, I got up. I've been on a few bike rides. I got up today uh, without... Uh, <laughs> wow, Jason's already requested me on Strava. Rachel, your your husband is really on board right fast. That was fast, like a mofo. Um, I'm going to accept that request as soon as I get out, get out of here, as soon as we're done here. So I got up this morning, went on a, went on a, a bike ride up to Temescal Canyon, which is <coughs> the shortest hiking canyon to to where I am now. So I've done Temescal Canyon. I rode up to the trailhead. I haven't didn't ride up into the trail, but I rode up to that. I'm going to try next. I'm going to go up to Will Rogers State Park, which is a little bit further. And after that, there's another canyon. I can't remember the name of that I'm going to do, but I'm going for a ride with my mentor bike friend tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Darren, you're saying bicycling is good for us older folks. Well, I don't like to. Um, I don't want to. Uh, yes, Ed, you always do want to set Strava <laughs> to give ambiguous starting point to get down on bike fifth. Absolutely. I know that now, too. Um, so uh, <clears throat> so I'm going to for a ride with my friend tomorrow. And uh, then after I did my bike ride this morning, I got back around 10. I got, I got I was on the road by 8.30, got back around 10, and then went straight in for my ocean dip. So I've had a massive bike ride. Well, not massive, 10 miles or so. But there was a big uphill climb, uh, for me, a big uphill climb. And then I went for a swim in the ocean. Beautiful day at the beach today, sunny, cool. The ocean is still cold, 60 degrees. And uh, I was a little bit tired. And then, um, and then the, sh the show started. So, Keys, you're saying you'll start riding again. Great, great. Um, let's do it. Let's do it, Keys. Let's be Strava, Strava friends. Um, Q's Western music, Laura. Yeah, well, horse riding. Lady Jerry was a, was a horse rider. So, motivational Monday. We're ten minutes into the show, and I did, and I did have, uh, I did have something I did want to talk. Uh, about, um, which is this book that I'm reading. My friend Alan Havey, a uh, comedian of similar vintage to me, gave me this book. It's called Less by Andrew Sean Greer. It's the winner of the Pulitzer Prize and uh, oh, it's a couple of bike questions. Um, Todd saying, do you have a good GPS watch for the biking distance pace and all that? Strava does that. I don't have a pacer the watch, the Apple Watch does a good uh, heart rate thing, and when it's hooked with the Strava app, it tells you a lot of that stuff. But I don't, I, I might get a bike computer that does a little pacing thing. But uh, I'm pretty good right now. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good right now. Um, <clears throat> so, so this book, uh, Less by Andrew Sean Greer. Less is a, uh, a gay man living in San Francisco. He's an author and. Uh, I hadn't noticed until today when I was looking at the dust jacket, there's a little blurb on the front here by Gary Steingart, who I find to be a very funny writer. Uh, and I vouch for Gary Steingart's book. 
books, but it says marvelous, unexpected, endearingly funny. And it is endearingly funny. It starts off, you know, this guy, Les, is an author, and he's kind of going through a breakup and, and uh, feeling a little sorry for himself. And uh, as a comedian who's going through uh, a little bit of the, the weird COVID blues of not being able to work, not knowing when I'll be able to work, I was already going through a little bit of a age-related um, slowdown in my uh, phone calls for bookings and uh, at first I was like this is the last book I need but it was recommended by a comedian of a similar vintage to me and uh, because I respect him as a friend and also I trust that he also did not want to read a book that was going to bum him out like that that there must be more to this than that and I'm about two thirds three quarters of the way through it now and I have to say I'm really enjoying it and it is quite uh, charming and nice and there is a point in the book where he, he, the, what's happening to to Les is he's going on this trip, but he's also remembering times from his past, and he's remembering this time from his past when he, I think he must be on Baker Beach in San Francisco, and uh, there's a nude part of the beach, and he's young, he'd be in his 20s, and he's there, and he, he meets his a future lover, but he's having a conversation with a woman who's uh, at that time 40, he's 20, and there's a woman who's in her 40s who's giving him advice, giving this young man advice. And uh, uh, so, so she says to him, You should be, a, you should be at, a be at the beach uh, like today. You should get stoned and drunk and have loads of sex. She takes another drag off her cigarette. I think the saddest thing in the world is a 25-year-old talking about the stock market or taxes or real estate. God damn it. That's all you talk about when you're 40, real estate. And any 25-year-old who says the word refinance should be taken out and shot. Talk about love and music and poetry. Things everyone forgets they ever thought were important. Waste every day, that's what I say. And uh, <laughs> that's a kind of a funny advice for a motivational Monday. But, uh, you know, the... There is a moment in here where Les is talking about, or someone is talking to him about how um, when you when you reach uh, fifty years old, or 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 dare I say sixty, you finally figure out uh, how to be young. You finally figure out what what the best way to be young is, and in, and at that point you're not young anymore. You still feel young, and so you you should be at the beach. You should get stoned and drunk and have loads of sex. I don't know about stoned and drunk, but you should enjoy your life and you should have lots of sex. You should go to the beach and you should take bike rides and you should jump in the ocean on a cold day and you should try and find a way to enjoy yourself and, uh, and do things now in COVID that will make you feel normal and alive and happy. Make your list for the things you want to do when you get out of this, when we get out of this pandemic, when we're able to do things again. I mean, I hope that I'll be able to go on the road and do some shows at the very least on some small scale to visit some of the places where all of you are and uh, for us to be together and have a chance to laugh and, and uh, talk about um, what we mean to each other. Um, <laughs> what are these people in here? Lawn tractors in the garage is the garage equivalent of exercise, equipment, clothes, storage. Oh, 
Oh, I see. There's a Garmin 500 watch I could be getting. Going riding. Mark says he's going riding in the morning. Local church parking lot. No helmet. <laughs> Just get started. Finished Lance Armstrong book over the holiday weekend. I haven't read Lance's bookmark, but um, I can tell you that uh, there's a there's a three part documentary about him, or maybe it's two parts uh, on ESPN Plus that I enjoyed. Lance Armstrong. Um, so, uh, Brad, what are you saying? You met Lan Ar- Lance Armstrong on Ragby bike ride across Iowa. Yeah, I'd love to uh, do that Ragby sometime. That that is on my list, but I think I've got to talk Lady Jerry into that. I don't think I'm doing that by myself. Um, we should all be having more fun every day, Flavia is agreeing, as far as we are able, depending on our situation, milk every moment of our lives. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Flavia. Let's milk these moments of our lives. Let's let's enjoy it. Um, Darren, you're 55. You're finally getting it. Yeah, you wish you understood it 20 years ago. I think we all kind of wish we understood it sooner, but... Uh, we, I was talking to a friend the other day about this C-dip. I've got one of the neighbors. I've got a disciple, everyone. I've got a disciple. My cult of jumping in the ocean, the cold ocean every day. I've got one, a disciple, my neighbor. And we were in the other day, and she was saying, I wish I had started doing this sooner. And I was telling her the, uh, the uh, you know, the one about the best time to plant a tree is, the best time to plant a tree is 10 years ago. Uh, and the second best time to plant a tree is today. And so... Yeah, you just figured out how to be young. Uh, that's a bummer that you didn't figure that out 20 years ago. But it, the second best time to go do all those things you just realized you should have been doing all this time is right now. And so uh, let's all write a book. Let's all sign up for Ragbri. Oh, man, Ragbri together. That sounds pretty good. <clears throat> Cindy, you say you're pretty sure your sister has an app on the phone that does it all. Uh, you can't tell you the name, though. Yeah, well, Cindy, we'll look forward to seeing you, <laughs> you tomorrow when you get that name. Or maybe you can, uh, maybe you can't text her while you're on the while we're on the chat because you're watching the show on your phone. Um, person only Ragbri. Oh my, you did Ragbri. <coughs> that sounds Ragbri sounds great. So that's kind of on my list of things to do. I also want to go um, whitewater rafting, as we've just discussed. I've been looking at vans. We're talking about maybe renting one to go camping. I've also been looking at boxes to put on top of the Subaru to take some extra stuff. Uh, come jump in Lake Michigan, Polar Bear Plunge New Year's. Uh, Brad, yes, I, I, I feel like I'm going to Polar Bear Plunge here. Uh, I don't know what the temperature of the ocean is going to be on New Year's, but I'll let you know. It's 60 right now, so it's probably going to drop a bit. 52 is about as cold as it gets. I, I'm sure they had cut a hole in the ice to jump in Lake Michigan. Or maybe not. Maybe it doesn't freeze solid now. But I bet it's cold like a mofo. Uh, Darren, my wife and I are making the best of this. Someone mentioned we should focus on what we can do rather than what we can't. Yes, that's what that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Pandemic or not, your opinions are endless. Your opinions or your options? Hmm. Well, I hope my opinions are also endless. Uh, oh yeah, I should do a show and put on a, put do ragbar and put a show on in each town. Keys, yeah, that would be a little bit of a bummer for the people who are on the bike ride who come to the second or third show and realize this is the same as the other show. Um, <laughs> Sally, you just did thirteen sneezes in a row. I don't know if I've ever done thirteen. It anytime it gets over three, it feels like a big day to me. Um, 
Dave, you've had a good summer finding and fully getting into the things you can do. That's great. Um, that's great. Uh, we're, well, I'm always looking for ideas of things to do. So if you've got a list of those and you want to send them to me or post them in the group, that would be great. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ed, your, plan, your van plan is to buy my van when I'm tired of owning it. Yeah, I'm, that's one of the things that I'm a little bit worried about. But I'm going to get that van and be tired of owning it. Um, in less than in less than two years, and so that's a little bit uh, that's a little bit scary. Gary says I always put off starting a bonsai. I remember when I was a kid, mom getting a kit for Christmas, read the instructions, and it talked about a few years ahead. You gave up, and you would have had a fucking killer bonsai by now. You're 55. Yeah, well, Gary, you here. This is my advice to you. Nobody asked me to. I'm I'm just starting a life coach business, and so right now it's free today and for a limited period of time, probably through COVID. On this show, the life coaching is free. Uh, my advice to you, Gary, is go out there and get yourself a bonsai tree that someone else has already got going. That is, uh, how how old were you when you when you thought about doing it? When you were a kid. Okay, so that's going to be your 55. So that'd be. What do you think? Let's let's just go 40 years ago to take you back to 15. So you might not have to get a 40-year-old bonsai. That might be a bit of an ask. But I bet you could get some some bonsai that someone has been working on for 5 or 10 years that looks great, and you take it from there. You, you, the, the initial work is done. You could afford it. You're 55-year-old man who's got a device to watch a silly comedian do a daily briefing show on, I bet you can afford that bonsai tree, and uh, I suggest that that's what you get yourself for Christmas, or you have someone get you. That's my advice. Oh, Todd, you spent a lot more time sucking at guitar during this. Well, you know the benefit of sucking at guitar for uh, an amount of time is that uh, you will suck less at guitar now than you did at the beginning of the Varinus. And so, congratulations to you. Um, uh, ah, Ed, this is a good quote. My most favorite quote, tree quote, is a society grows great when old men plant trees whose shade they know they shall never sit in. Um, yes, I do get that. A lot of times it is the old men who are planting the trees because they realize that someone should have fucking planted those. Some old man should have planted those trees when they were kids, and so they do it. Um, Lake Michigan water temper 45, air temperature 28. Now, getting colder. Yeah, 45, that is effing cold. I'm usually staying, I go in the 60 degree water and stay in for 10 minutes. And that's my goal is to keep trying to stay, keep trying to stay in there for 10 minutes. Usually I, I'm fine. I, it doesn't feel like I need to get out. 45, it would be tough, I think, to stay in for 10 minutes. But if it keeps going down here, I'm going to see. Uh, Dave says, I tried restoring a vintage clock as part of this madness. <laughs> Failed miserably and bled a lot. Ooh, those vintage clock parts are sharp on the old fingers. And I don't know about you, Dave, but as I've gotten older, sometimes my skin, I'll, my skin will be really papery thin, which sounds pathetic and terrible, and sometimes I have some old man crepey arms, but Lady Jerry's giving me some moisture for that. So, uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully that's gonna, <laughs> you gotta moisturize. You gotta moisturize. You gotta moisturize. I was just talking the other day about, oh God, who was John Witherspoon. You've got to coordinate. 
John Witherspoon, rest in peace. Um, you, oh, excuse me. You got to moisturize. The fun meter is in the max right here. Is the cold dip part of the Wim Hof breathing stuff? Uh, Laura is asking. Well, um, yeah, kind of. I ha- I I do. I suppose I do a modified Wim Hof. I take deep breaths in through my nose and out through my mouth on the way from here to the beach. Just about a ten minute walk. And then, uh, then I jump in. So, or maybe less, maybe five minute walk. Um, but uh, I feel like, yeah, the c- controlling your breath—that's job one. As soon as you get in the cold water, you want to get your breath controlled. You want to breathe in deep and exhale all the way out. And once you control that breath, you focus on that, and it takes your mind off the sensation of it being cold. Once you got your breath under control, the cold on your skin—you can—you can tolerate it. You've already decided that you're the hardest part about doing. The cold water thing is deciding that you're going to do it, and once you do that, um, once you decide you're going to do it, you can do it. And that's there's some other life coaching, motivational Monday. The hardest part about doing a lot of shit is deciding that you're going to do it. Stand up comedy, people are always like, "How do you know you're funny enough?" You don't know you're funny enough. You just know you want to do it, and once you decide you're going to do it. And you go out there and do it. It's not the biggest hurdle is believing you can do it. The biggest hurdle is believing you can do it. Trust me. Uh, for every relative and friend who dies, you plant a tree in parks, cities, along highways, etc. Get approvals. I visit the trees, living memorials often. Brad, that is that is that is a great idea. I I really like that idea. Thank you for sharing that today, the idea of planting a tree to remember people, and then remembering where the trees you planted are, and going to see them. And then, as you get older, and you can't remember where the trees are that you planted to remember the people, it could just be that tree. Wow, that tree. Anyway. Uh, Flavia's saying, shea butter and coconut oil every day to moisturize. Mm, yes, moisturizing tips. Lady Jerry, we're going to have to get in there. Dave, you're plenty moist. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, put the moisturizer on the outside just like the mayonnaise. That's right, Uma. Do not drink the moisturizer. Um, yeah, Letterman loved John with a spoon. And, uh, yeah, I, we had a conversation about Dave one night. I mean, John was quite quite good friends with him. And uh, had had actually gone to some of those uh, Formula One races and whatnot. He said it was incredibly noisy, <laughs> sort of crazy. Um, all right. You've decided you're going to wait, make keys wear pants, Uma. Well, you know, don't forget to let a guy be a guy. We've all got to try and let ourselves be ourselves. I'm going to have a little sip of coffee. Mmm, it's nice cold brew coffee. I'm going to think about the bike ride I'm going to take tomorrow morning. I'm going to tell you all about that when I'm seeing you tomorrow. Um, I've still got to post that link for the show I'm doing with Christella on December 8th. Um, oh, tomorrow's Bible story... Sodom and Gomorrah. How's that sound? Little decadence, post-holiday decadence. Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, wait. I think we've already done Sodom and Gomorrah. Ah, sorry about that. That's, that's happened. Abraham's two sons. I think we know that one. Um, yeah, Leah, we can talk about Abraham's two sons tomorrow. That's a good one. That's a good one. And it won't be as long as last week. Um... Oh, wow. 
Brad says, my grave, I'll be buried in a pod and tree planted on top of my body. Red, delicious apple tree and my stone will read, eat me. <laughs> Maybe they should be sour green apples. Well, Brad, you also do, need to do some reading about apples because um, apple trees, you got the rootstock and then they graft the proper fruit-bearing branches onto the top part. So, uh, so you can... Anyway, I don't know if all of that happens before they plant it on top of your body, but you want to make sure that somebody who knows about apples is in charge of this plan that you've got because it is slightly more complicated than it first seems on the surface to the apple tree neophyte. Um, <clears throat> Ed says if we plant one trillion trees, we start to address global warming to a serious degree. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just plant, plant one tree and then plant a second tree and plant a third tree. Let's not worry about a trillion trees. Let's just start with one tree, work our way up. As soon as you plant one tree, you plant one more tree, one step at a time. Boom, boom, boom. Um, can't get too much Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, maybe we'll do a little Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah? Yeah, it is. I think that's right. All right, <coughs> it's time for today's Seize the Day, I think. Um, I, this one caught my eye earlier. Oh, a little fart machine. Um, will Lady Jerry be with us on Tuesday's show, Mr. Predicto? Um. It has been determined so. It has been determined so. I'm glad that Mr. Predicto is so sure that Lady Jerry will be here tomorrow because I'm not sure. She seems pretty busy and she does not like to be quiet during the Bible story. What's my temperature? Let's make sure I'm healthy here. 98.2. That's a little warm for me, isn't it? Well, I've got the heat on in here, but that shouldn't affect it. No, 98.2. A little warmer than usual. Maybe I've heated myself up with all this bike riding. Um, I feel great. Let me just say that, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Uh, Robert Louis Stevenson. Today sees the day. Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. How about that? And I had actually picked that out before the show started. I didn't know we were going to do all this tree talk. We got apple trees. We got um, we've got uh, bonsai trees. Let's go out there and grow a bonsai tree. Bonsai tree. I had an apple tree growing in a septic leach field. People would steal them. Joke was on them. Oh, did the, did the I doubt the poo affected the flavor of the apples, but maybe. Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds you plant. So, if those apples taste like crap, you need to go, you need to go plant some more apple trees. And uh, thank you guys, thank you guys. Welcome back, coming on strong. We got a month to go before this 2020 is in the record books. We're gonna shit can this mofo. So, uh, stay strong. Don't give up. There will be plenty of time to give up later. You can still buy a Floby and cut your own hair like George Clooney and yours truly. I will see you tomorrow. Thank you guys for watching and uh, take care of yourselves. <laughs>